What is going on, everybody? We are back for another episode of the ABJ Podcast, episode 73, with the leader of the Creamy World Order, Stan Styles. He'll be here in one moment. But before we get into that, let's let's uh, dive into our 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 housekeeping, all of the fun things that you know the podcasting game has to do before you start an episode. Uh, for links to my guest as well as myself are all going to be linked below. Make sure you always support our guest links, follow them on social media, as well as uh, their merch pages and and how you can find them and contact them. Stan's a little different because not only is he a fantastic wrestler, but he also runs his own promotion, which we'll talk about here in a little bit as well. Um, and also our sponsors, Suplex Vintage Wrestling. And guys, it has finally happened. A whole store fully dedicated to vintage wrestling. They say it can be done, but I have seen it with my own eyes. Suplex Vintage Wrestling is a store curated by, for, by wrestling fans for wrestling fans. Located on 5th Street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, just one block south of South Street in the heart of Queen Village. Their shop features the largest collection of vintage wrestling apparel under one roof. Their, their selection includes classic designs from your favorite wrestlers of the Golden Age, the Attitude Era, International indies and more and if you're tired of watching premium live events at home alone then svw hosts the best watch parties since your friend kyle's birthday party when you were 12 and if shirts and watch parties aren't your thing let's not forget their selection of figures replica belts trading cards and from their shirts and t-shirts uh, and hats to rare wrestling memorabilia they have something for every wrestling enthusiast out there so what are you waiting for check them out at suplex.svw on instagram or on their website at suplexsvw.com and let them satisfy your wrestling pro uh, pro wrestling needs uh that shop is absolutely unbelievable they are i believe they are doing something uh for uh for SummerSlam this weekend so make sure if you're in the philadelphia area go check them out also if you're just looking to find maybe that figure you're missing or an old school t-shirt that you're uh, on the hunt for uh go check them out they're really cool they do have the online shop as well uh and just make sure you when you go in there tell them that you heard it from the abj podcast um so our guest today, like I said, the leader of the Creamy World Order, one of the most entertaining, innovative guys on the scene. Um, such a character. Um, when you see a stand, a stand Styles match, whether he's working babyface or heel, it's there's always those small little t details and tweaks that just make it stand out. He's been on a tear lately, uh, all over the Northeast area, wrestling all over the place. Uh, just had a really cool match with Effie. Um, and now he has his his, his promotion, too, is the Intergender Bonanza, which is doing some really cool intergender matches, giving people more opportunities to be seen. All of those shows are done at the H2O Center in New Jersey. Um, so make sure you go and check out Intergender, uh, intergender uh, Bonanza as well, because there's a lot of cool stuff happening there. Live chat is open. So if anyone has any questions, anything during the thing uh, chat, Make sure you uh, put them in there so we can we can get them addressed. And if you are watching this right now uh, on any on audio platform or video platforms, uh, head over to YouTube and hit that like and subscribe button. Uh, the little thumbs ups helps a lot as well as the subscribe. We're on the quest for 1K and we're trying to get those watch hours up because we're really close. To, we're halfway getting monetized. Um, and if you're listening to this later on back uh, on the audio side of things, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever it may be, uh, leave a review. A five-star review goes a long way. And then Spotify, they just added a Q&A section so you can drop in some cool little tidbits there and let us know what you thought. Feedback is always great, and it helps out in this content space. Just a little feedback here and there goes a long way. So without being, without further ado, let's bring in our guest, the leader of the CWO. Uh, and let's not be, you know, this first time I think I seen him with a t-shirt on and his hair not done. So I, when he first joined, I was like, who is this guy? And then uh, I had to, it's like Clark Kent Superman deal here, but let's bring him in. 
Stan Styles. What's going on, bud? Mm, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Rocking the Interdinner Bonanza 2 t-shirt, which we'll touch on here in a little bit. But before we get into that, how, how have you been? Good, good. Uh, busy, 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 but um, all good here. Chilling. Um, glad to be here. And uh, man, <sighs> August, my birthday, birthday, month, birthday month. Jesus. Oh, what day? August 22nd. 22nd i will i will be uh i will be live on an episode though not live it'll be pre-recorded but there'll be an episode that day but yeah. i will make sure we'll uh i'll want i already record i just recorded that one yesterday so i can't even throw it in there for you so, my bad <laughs> but, but we'll make sure we'll flood your social media with happy birthday wishes but um man it's like i said you have so much going on you, like i said one of the most entertaining people to watch on the on the scene and it it's there's so much to unpack here but let's start with the, the basic one to start off with is when did you fall in love with this industry of professional wrestling uh as any kid i'd watch um was it wwf yeah superstars and i also watched wcw um oh my goodness worldwide and those were like the first two episodes, like two shows I'd watch as a kid. And I, I, for some reason, I don't know what made me watch them. I was just watching uh, it one, one Saturday morning and I, I put on um, WF and um, superstars and Shawn Michaels was doing the heartbreak hotel. And for some reason I was just like, Oh man, I want to be like this guy. Yeah. Like this guy's cool. And I'm like, yo, like, and I was just really like, I'm like, why does he have, I couldn't say to myself, why does he have like one ear? And I said, Sean, the other one said, Michael's I'm like, what the hell is this? And then I was like, this is funny. And I was like, yo, I want to be like this guy. And I told my mom, like, yo mom, I want to be, I'm going to be a wrestler. I'm going to be like this guy. And she's like, oh sure, Stanley, whatever. I'm like, no, no, I'm going to be a professional wrestler. I'm going to be a wrestler like this guy when I grow up. And that was it. And that was the rest of his history. I would just watch it every morning. My sister would watch it with me sometimes, but I would always watch um, Saturday morning wrestling. You know, it's hilarious when I started when I was younger, the one of the first things I, I never wanted long hair. I don't know why I just never wanted long hair when I was younger. Now I have long hair, but I because of Shawn Michaels, I've always wanted chest hair. I don't know why I just like <laughs> <laughs> I was a, I, I'm also a huge, a huge Shawn Mark, as you could tell. Yeah, here I got my Shawn. That's, that's my guy right there. I get a lot of crap for it because I have a lot of friends who are Brett guys, you know, so there's oh, that rivalry. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> I always am a strong guy. I, I I'll put Owen over Brett too. I'll put, oh. I love I love Brett, but but I, I always say Sean had like he's the total package of, of wrestling. Like he has charisma, he's a great worker, he can talk on a mic, he can baby face heel, like and he just his matches, like he's everything. Like it's he's like, the one who spawned sports entertainment. He he sh he, yeah. he was the guy who was able to do it all. Absolutely. Yeah. He would grab you and make you want to watch it. Mm -hmm. All the time. Yeah, so so uh growing up like so <laughs> i remember real quick another sean story i remember going to a buddy's house when the iron for the iron man match pay-per-view and i was the only sean guy in the in the house wow. and, when, and when he won man i was ecstatic <laughs> and everyone's like get out get out <laughs> i i feel like i feel like most of my friends were more and more sean people there was there was a couple bright hearts. I mean, we all liked brett but we knew sean had it for some reason we knew sean's gonna be the new guy new guy he's gonna take it uh to next level when it was when it was called like the the new generation that they were yeah. doing it as that yeah i was i was always more gravitated to a heel like even growing yeah. up when everyone was a hulkamaniac i was piper perfect uh okay. macho man they were my like 
all the baby faces that everyone was supposed to like that was shoved down. You're like, here's the warrior. Here's Hogan. I'm like, nah, get you out know of what's here. Funny about that. I was always a Hogan. I liked Hogan. I was like, yeah, Hogan, Hogan. Even when he was WCW, I'm like, yes, Hogan. I was a huge mega Hogan baby face mark. And it's funny when I started to train to be a wrestler and really learn the business, that's when I went back with, oh man, Ric Flair's the man. Oh my God, Rick Rude. Oh my, like, that's when I really started to really uh, gravitate towards the heels. But as a kid, I was like, oh yeah, baby faces like Hogan. I love Tatanka, Razor Ramon. Like, oh, I still love the uh, Razor, but like, and Tatanka, all those guys. But now, like, when I start to really like learn professional wrestling, I'm like, yo, these. Rick Flair's the man. Rick Rude. Oh, um, Paul Wonderful. Um, uh, or Orndorff, Mister Wonderful. I'm like, yo, those guys. Oh my god. Now, growing up, what, how, how would you describe to to the fans out there now? If you were a a young Stan Styles, like middle school, high school, were you an athlete? What, like, what, what, what group did you fall into? No, I literally was not at all because i went to an all boys catholic high school so we oh, wow. had nothing we didn't even have dances i think my year that i that i became a freshman like was like the year like they stopped the dancing because there was too many fights it was so strict and we had to wear sweat it was so bad and it was just like an all boys school i can imagine testosterone flying. oh my god dude Oh my God, it was insane. It probably that's why I probably started to stand styles gimmick because of this. <laughs> but like, it was so strict. I pretty much had to like uh, breathe and study. And um, and I, I feel like now like we would just rebel. Like I would listen to heavy metal music, and then I started. I all my friends did, and we watched wrestling, and like that was like our like. Oh, you can't watch that. That's the devil's like <laughs> um magic doing it. I'm like, no, dude. Like whatever. We gotta live. We're young. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was um. Young adolescence, man, like, that's a good question. I would just pretty much I, – I don't think I would change any – wait, what was, your, what was your question again? <laughs> like, wh- like, well, you went to a school. You said they didn't really have any sports or oh, any yes. programs. So I was like – I asked where you kind of fell in. So that school just kind of sounded like it was just a war zone. <laughs> I was – I studied. I was probably one of those nerd kids. I was skinny as hell. I started to really lift weights when I was, like, junior – and that I gained muscle really fast. So, like, I never really was into, like, sports, but I loved weightlifting. I always liked working out, probably because I wanted to be a wrestler. And but those time era, all the guys were all jacked up. So, I'm like, I need to be jacked if I want to be a wrestler. And that's pretty much um, was my thing. I, I played a lot of video games, too. I had a lot of friends that played video games, comic books, uh, stuff like that. But we never really – I never was crazy athletic except going – I would – um, yeah, probably my junior year of high school, we would, after school, I would go to the, um, this little gym, um, blocks away from my school and I just work out and I would just like, just be a maniac. Like I didn't know what I was really doing. I would do curls and bench and all that stuff, but I gained my muscle fast. And I was like, yo, like I'm going to be a wrestler no matter what. Well, that was kind of where I was going to lead to next. When mm-hmm. did you start this fitness journey? Cause that's the yeah. the first thing that people notice when you come out, man, is you are absolutely jacked. Like yeah. you're just, you're a monster and you're completely shredded. I, I I don't know the percentage of body fat on you, but there's probably not much. They're probably not much. <laughs> yeah. It's, either now. <laughs> you're absolutely just like, you're, so you, you said you started junior high, junior high school. Yeah. Like I would, I would probably do a home workouts at my friend's house or my, I like a, Earl bar and stuff but like yeah I, I went to this mo- like mom and pop rinky dink gym because there really wasn't at that time many like gym like corporate gyms like there's so many gyms now i feel like fitness is on the rise like people all like there's so many gyms but this was just like it was a, it was such a small uh spot and i would just go to the gym and um 
because uh, I just wanted to, you know, be in shape and just uh, to be a wrestler. And then, like, after a while, um, my sister told me you should be a trainer, a personal trainer, because you work out so much. And then um, it led to that, too. And then I started really just getting to, like, I went to school for it um, and pretty much, like, you know, learned, like, nutrition, all that stuff. And, like, just I always kept in shape. I always felt it was important. And I still, like, always am in shape no matter what. And I even tell these young kids, yeah. like, yeah, man, when I was your age, I was jacked. Why aren't you jacked? Like, to get in there, I want, I'm like, it's the body. You want to be in the, you know, look that and go beyond indie wrestling. You got to freaking, you know, especially if you want to be a Vince McMahon. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, now, how much, how much of your physique and your, and your body is also a diet? Like, what, what's your diet look like for, for, for the way you, obviously the way like looks like you don't eat anything fun <laughs> only on only only on my cheat days which i which i go crazy and it's usually after after uh sunday uh, saturday night matches i'll go crazy um but yeah most of it is very just basic healthy food like egg whites eggs oatmeal uh fruit vegetables fish chicken i don't i don't eat that much red meat here and there i think i think i had a uh, burgers like burger patties like i made some bird patties on the grill like a couple like days ago that's the first time i had like red meat in a long time <laughs> but Crazy. yeah how how much cardio is in your is in your regiment um, or is it just all weight lifting i do wait i do more cardio now because i'm getting older um so i'll hit cardio i don't do anything crazy even my workouts i don't do anything crazy like these influencers <laughs> have you mm. do i i pretty much stick to basic stuff um but i'll do like maybe like 15 20 minutes of cardio most of it's either the bike or well i'm sorry uh either the uh the treadmill or a bike after I work and I'll probably hit them like two, three times a week. And that's pretty much it. Interesting. You know, interesting. Crazy. Awesome. So you said you got, you got the body physique down. You got, you got the, you got all that stuff going for you. You always had it in your heart that you're going to be a professional wrestler. How did you transition from, you know, I, I want to, I'm going from the fan. I need to find my school and this is what <laughs> I'm going to take that next step. So me and my friends, we, we backyarded for a while. Like we, we, I had, oh man, we had like rings in my neighbor's yard. We always did that crap. And we were just like, we didn't, we just had fun. We didn't, we just did stupid shit. Now when you say um, ring, did you have a legit ring or did you have like rope tied around trees? No, we had posts. We had, we had the uh, turnbuckles. We had the ho uh, cable with the hose. We can like go the top rope. We just had like, I think we had mattress or pads. We had like all that. We would just, I don't know. And we just had like the goofiest, like fun doing this stuff. And it was just for us. And then a couple friends would come and watch and we'd be, we thought we were so cool. And I, eventually I was like, you know, like I, I want to go farther than this. And um, back in the MySpace days, I, I found other groups and then I found um, just a places I, I've trained at so many different schools, uh, which is, which is good. Um, now there's even more schools than ever. Like back in my days, it was, it was hardly any like, really good like legit schools there was there was nails are so, so many places to get trained it's unbelievable yeah so who would you credit as some of your early trainers the very first guy to really show me any well it was um epw i can't remember it it was such a long time ago that was like the first place i ever went to like the like, bump or going go into a ring the first guy to ever really show me anything was was joe gacy like he trained me the basics all that stuff he showed me all like showed me what wrestling is psychology all that stuff i'm like whoa like and then um i went on to ace in uh union city new jersey at the time it was yeah it was in, i used to train there and then from there i was training at dwf these places aren't around anymore mm -hmm. <laughs> um pinky sanchez actually like fine-tuned me big time and i trained a lot um with him 
and just and the rest is just history. I always say this, like, um, you could train it so much. Like a lot of these guys, like and girls, like, they have been training for two years, but you haven't had a match yet. They're like, no, I'm like, you gotta get out there, you gotta get in front of that crowd. It's so different, um, training and, and doing it in the ring. Like, you need that, you need those reps. Mm-hmm. Really now, it, yeah. it, do you still do in ring time, like in ring sessions? Like, do you just besides working out, like even though you've been doing this for so long and you kind of have it locked I have down? It, I, I, I would do stuff here and there with the kids at H2L, but I haven't been at H2L, like helping them out in a while. Um, but I, I feel like I'm I'm more of an educator now. Like people come to me to be educated because I've been doing this. It's going to be like 14 years in February of next year. So like yeah. I've had so much knowledge and I've worked like so many veterans and ran my own shows and, and just been all over the country. We even, went, even went to Canada. So like I've really had like a lot of um, – educational knowledge and tell like kids um or not kids it's any anybody really that's getting in you know the do's and do nots how to like really like um be professional and present yourself and you know and wrestling always is changing it's changed changes all the time and that's why i love it so much because i you know like it just it's it's just everything you gotta you know it's always a learning experience you don't i i i've been doing it so long and i still learn stuff and i love it because it's just it's just so much um it's so much of a passion for me. It's like yeah. working out. Yeah. I, well, the biggest thing is if, if you haven't, if you haven't seen a Stan Styles match, it's very, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, spots a lot of funny fun things going on a lot of uh just same like not i don't want to say same repetition but there there's there's a formula to a stand styles match like this like certain things are going to happen in certain spots and certain things yeah but it's it's it, you're not gonna if you work a stand styles match both like i i don't and i mean anything can happen in the professional wrestling world but i i, mm-hmm. I just don't see a match where it's like someone's gonna get hurt in this match you know what i mean yeah. it's a it's a very safe let's work the crowd let's have some fun let's yes. uh let's let's go out there and get the crowd fired up and and let's have a good time here um when did that become your style of wrestling when did you lock into like this is what i want to do i'm gonna i'm gonna stay away from you know killing myself out there and doing that insane stuff and and conserve because i think what i think what sets you apart with your style is a, you're, there's not going to be a match, a time where you're out there that you're not going to get the crowd involved. You're probably mm-hmm. going to be one of the top merch sellers because the mm-hmm. style you do is you get the crowd involved, which gets people going, well, how do I go and interact with him more because yep. he's so entertaining? But then also you're, you're saving your body because you're not doing crazy things or risking spots of suicide dives or things that can hurt you. So it's going to make you be around here a lot longer. Uh, when did you land like this is the style of wrestler you're going to be? I always had like even in the old OG Stan Styles days, as the young kids like to say, um, a, a very like um, different s- style, very comedic style. And it took me a while, like to really like hone it. And um, it, it really was all by accident. Like I would just do things and I was this, I'm not any kind of embarrassing spot or anything. Like, you know, I always say this, if, it's, if I'm going to pop from it, 90% of the time, the audience is, so I, I'm like, well, I'm like, all right. So I literally would do things and I would hear the crowd. And they, if they went nuts for it, like, I'm like, oh, that's part of my offense now. And I just, it just kept going and you go, and it's to this day, it's still, it's still that. And, um, I really would feel like at the end of like 2017, 18, that's when I really started honing, honing in like my craft and really started like manifesting like this, like, uh, fun, pretty much like. Almost, I would say I always knew what Stan Styles is, but like 
like I, I elevated him to go to do any style, like pretty much like any body body, like, okay. Like, like a lot of times wrestlers will be like, Oh yeah, wrestle their style. Like it might be hard to wrestle their styles. I'm like, well, my style, like, I'll wrestle anybody. And I've wrestled so many different people who are like, I've wrestled deathmatch wrestlers, um, mm-hmm. tons of females, like high flyers, like other counties. And it just works. Like it just, I'll work with anybody. And it's like you said, it's always going to be a fun and safe match. And it's just, I've been dubbed like the easiest and funnest wrestler to work by many other wrestlers. Yeah. yeah. And and, on commentary, it's, it's a breath of fresh air on commentary because you're going to have those moments where you can get a little goofy on commentary and be funny. And it's, it's, it's just, it's every time I, cause I've called a lot of your matches and, and uh, every time I see them on the card, I always like you circle them like that's going to be fun. And the best part of those matches too, is you look in the card and you're like, Oh, he's wrestling him. And you think to yourself, he's also a a comedy person or they're not. So then you're like, how is this going to work? And it just, it's it's super exciting. Um, When did the cream, like the whipped cream. When did that enter the the, the this whole? Because that's become the thing, the creamy that world order. Started pretty much. I might have had. Yeah, I always my memory. It, it feel. I feel that the cream came first, and then the shake weight. I oh, I I feel like because I I started as a heel, which is crazy. A lot of times when you start professional wrestling, they make you a baby face. I was mm-hmm. started as a heel, and. Um, when I became, when I started working more as a baby face, I was like, I need something that besides the shake weight to get people involved. And I, I don't know what it was. I'm like, what if I just came out with cream and put in girls' males and made me think they would like that? And they would, cause I was like, like this, the, I had a very perverted, the like, Induendos, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a very like perverted, like people said, I was like, look like I was quite my on steroids. I'm like, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. And I would just support <laughs> They, and then eventually like kids loved it more more than that kids go crazy and i'm like oh crap i got something because then, the parents are in on the jokes but the kids yes. just think it's harmless whipped cream yes and i yeah. feel like <laughs> it just makes me like when i'm on cards I, I feel like i tell a lot of younger kids coming i'm like you need to stand out like and they're like how do you stand out i'm like you got to figure it out for yourself because they say i stand out so much and i wrestle like so different compared to eh, pretty much like so many like almost everybody i feel like no one really wrestles like a my like there's comedy guys but not like like me like i kind of use like i like um the gimmicks um as part of my like repertoire and somebody on twitter a, a, a japanese twitter posted stan styles um is a goofy comedy wrestler that uses shake weight whipped cream and pants attacks i'm like yeah pretty much <laughs> that's pretty much yeah. who i am <laughs> and the crazy thing is too is like you play a really good like chicken shit heel yeah, and also someone who just takes an ass whooping, but nine yeah. times out of ten, you're in way better shape and look way stronger yeah. than your yeah. opponent. But yeah. like, it's almost like holy crap, the muscles and the physique is there, but the way you conduct yourself in the ring, you yeah. almost come off as like the small scrawny guy who should be getting his ass kicked. Yeah, which is it's like a you trick people's brains. It's yeah. crazy. It's it, 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 yeah, exactly. Because I I want I want that attention because we're all our job is to suspend disbelief and get emotional response and. I always am doing the doing that because a lot of times there might not be a, a wrestling fan out there, but I'll make you a wrestling fan because like, you'll watch my stuff and be smile when I see the smiles from ear to ear, and I and I love when people are just going crazy and they're laughing or they're just like, "What is this? I never seen this before." That's the best. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, because you can watch so much wrestling on TV. There's so many so many shows on TV 
but they're like, I never saw it's something new. And it's like, yeah. I'm bringing you into my world and I got you. And now you're not going to be able to uh, escape. the Yeah. Kingdom. It's, <laughs> it's a blast uh, in the chat. We have uh, what was Stan's favorite wrestler growing up. We did touch on that early on, Steven, uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And uh, what was a match that you watched that, that got you hooked? What's what match? What was that again? What's match? Stan got a a match, like a, like a match that got you hooked in wrestling, or a, one of your favorite matches growing up. Man, just so I don't think there was a match. It was really when Shawn Michaels to the Heartbreak Hotel. Like that's what made me. Mine, so like, mine, Shawn Razor WrestleMania ten. Oh, I watched yeah. that oh so many times. Yeah, that's my, that's my crack. That's my match right there. There's um, been tons of matches I like that I really just I can't I can't pick just one. Is is there is there a comedy people on the scene that growing up that you're like you kind of because I mean Sean was was yeah. a gimmick but he he never really leaned super heavy like he was funny during DX but yeah. I mean um so you do have some DX references because you have the innuendos and there's yeah like, it means something but it's almost like you don't even realize it means that like even growing up you, you said suck it and you didn't really know what you were saying you yeah. know what I mean like 100%. but uh. Who are some people on this like growing up that you like attach yourself to when it comes to that comedy style? Oh man, I I really watched a lot of Rude, Rick Rude, Ric Flair. Um, man, I really that's a good question. Like those two guys, Rude really resonated with the gimmick to me, and um, I took a little bit of all that, a um, little bit of stuff here and there. But I I don't know. Like even Austin, he was doing comedy stuff too. The Rock, like it was definitely. I would say the attitude error, like just being like a very much showman, very entertaining character that mm -hmm. I really like just manifested me. And I was like, like people say, if I started wrestling um, early, earlier than I did, which I've been around for a while, like especially like the ECW days, I've been like crazy over at ECW. I'm like, oh my God, probably. <laughs> yeah. You'd have been in the Blue World Order or something. Yeah. Uh, like, you, like, that's a crazy thing. Like, cause you have the physique of a Rick Rude. Yeah. You bump, you bump like Sean and Flair. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And then you have like your move set is almost rockish where you have like the people's elbow where it's a move that doesn't look like it should be devastating, but it's funny. Yeah. And you're wait, you wait for that. Like the rock with the, when the rock wrestled, he's going to punch, he's going to kick, he's going to go for the people's elbow. He's going to spit in the hand. Like there's, he just yeah. had those, those cadences that he's going to hit every match and you can see it a thousand times, but every time he does it, you pop for it. Yeah. So you have that, you have yep. that aspect in your, in your arsenal as well. Yeah, I always say I want people to want uh, anticipate the pants, how I'm going to do the pants, the whip cream, how I'm going to use the whip cream, the shake weight. Like, I want them to be like, all right, I know he's going to do something with this, but what's he going to do with it? And I, I always was taught that, too. Like, you have to be an unpredictable character, and I'm very unpredictable. Stan Styles is very unpredictable. Like, you don't know. And that that's what brings people in. They'll be like, what's this guy going to do next? Oh, my God, yeah. he did that. That's insane. I can't believe he did that. What's he going to do now next show? The, the one that got me was the pants. So yeah. if, if you've never seen a Stan Styles match, uh, he wears like three or four breakaway Adidas pants. Yeah. Yeah. And and the first pair he'll throw. And if it, if he's a baby face, you'll you just kind of throw them in their face and they fight and they rip them off and they come back at you again. You throw the next one. But as yeah. a heel, the way you adjust that is you throw the first pair of pants and you choke them with them. And then yeah. the ref takes the pants off you. They turn around to take the pants out of the ring. And by the time the person gets out of the choke, you have another pair of pants another and you're pair. choking them again. It's it's like the same bit, but just a minor change. Yeah. It's just, it's genius. Yeah. 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 The yin and the yang. Just switch it up a little bit and that's it. That's it's so good. 
Uh, just got raided on the Twitch side by my little brother, Captain Butters. So thank you for the uh, the raid. Six viewers. Thank you guys all for joining in. Uh, I don't I don't do very well on the Twitch side, so I, I kind of yeah. I didn't give up on it, but I, I lean a little heavier on the YouTube. But thank you guys so much for hanging out. The uh, the Butters Nation is here. <laughs> <laughs> See, you get you get the cream. He's got butter. That's butter his thing. Cream. Yeah, yeah, buttercream. There you, go. you guys can you guys can tag it up. Um, yeah. So, um, how long have you been doing this? How many years uh, have you been in the uh, grinding be at this? Fourteen in February. So probably about wow. thirteen and a half. Yeah, long time. That's nuts. Uh, one of the questions in the chat here. I was going to wait till a little later, but we'll get it in, so he doesn't think I'm ignoring him. Uh, where in the world would you like to wrestle? Some bucket list places. Oh man. I loved wrestling in Canada. I got to do that for interspecies this year. I would love to do can go back to Canada again. Eventually, um, man, I always feel that I, I need to go to Japan, like this to Japan. And I've had some friends and like I have fans in Korea. Um, and they said Stan Salas would be like the cream god if he ever stepped foot in Japan. I'm like, oh my god, let's do it. Like, I, I, how do I do this? I got to go to Japan. Japan um, has a lot of good comedy wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, do you, um. Japanese uh, promotions watching this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <My TM. laughs> DDT, You'd be on. great for DDT, DDT mm -hmm. right? Like that's, yeah. Let's go. That, that's who you should wrestle. Please. We need you versus um the doll. I always yeah. forget the doll's name. <laughs> Could you imagine I, doing your bits to a doll? Let's do it. I'm down for it. <laughs> yep. Didn't, wasn't there a, a recent match where it was an H2O kid who may have made just been on this podcast and he was manning yeah. the doll? Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy Lloyd wrestled. <laughs> I forget the name. Too. Oh. But yeah, it was fun. I don't want to put I'll, him out I'll there in case he doesn't want people to know he was the doll, the, the person doing the doll bit. But yeah, uh, <laughs> but he had he was on this podcast not too long ago. Um, <laughs> so uh, wrestling a long time, you got your character done, you got your bit, you got everything kind of flowing for yourself. Now you're gonna you're gonna dive into running your own promotion, and you're gonna bring in the Energen or Bonanza. What yeah. what sparked this idea for this promotion? What made you lean in more towards the intergender side of things, and how did this come about? Uh, well, every time I had an intergender match, um, it got a lot of attention and a lot of views on online. Like people just went nuts for it, and those matches to this day get me the most attention. Um, so I was wrestling in West Virginia for a company, uh, SCWA, it was called. And um, I was the champion of that company. This is around 2000, I'm, I'm going to say 2017. And um, going to, yeah, yeah, 2017. Go, and then, yeah, went, nah, nah, I'm sorry, about 2007, maybe 2018. I'm bad with dates. But um, the opponent I was supposed to uh, wrestle that night couldn't make it. It was very last minute. And then um, a friend of mine, um, now she goes by Raina. She was Raina um, Sky, now she's Raina Black. She, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. she was coming to the show too. And I was like, yo, like, what are you doing on this show? Like, do you have a match? She's like, I don't know. I think they're just making me do a promo. I'm like, like, you're going to go to West Virginia? Because she's in to do Philly. a promo? Like, yeah. I'm like, she's no, a no. PA girl. I called yeah. the guy. I called the promoter. I'm like, yo. I'm like, because he was just scrambling to find somebody to, for me to wrestle. And I was like, yo, why don't I just wrestle her? And they're like, oh, no. Like, they were very, like, skeptical at first. I'm like, no. Like, I'm like, I promise you, it'll be so good. And the fans will go nuts. I mean, just trust me. And they did. They gave they gave me um, their trust, and I said, and we went out there and we did it, and it was, as you saw my matches, it was insane, and it was so funny, and people loved it, and they were like, we want more of this, we want more of this, and I was like, well, okay, um, and that was just the idea. I'm like, you know what? 
maybe I should do my own like show, like host my. That's the, the idea for this was just me doing my own show, like pretty much as Marcus Mathers just did his second, like his show. Yeah, that's all it was 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 it's supposed to be a one off thing. I just wanted to do a, a really fun show, and it the I I, I had a lot of people um, supporting me and backing me up, and I was like, yo, let's just do this, and I did the first two was in this hotel um which i don't even know if it's around anymore in west virginia in 2018 and they were so much fun it was a blast it was like it was like vegas dude like yeah we traveled a lot like i brought a lot of people from like the jersey area and pa area um all over uh pittsburgh came by like, i was wrestling out in pittsburgh at that time and it was like vegas like we were like whatever happens to the bonanza stays the bonanza because it was <laughs> so much fun and we were like this is awesome and then it just uh and again again this is the second shirt but it, it was really supposed to be just a one-off thing and it just manifests itself. And then um, it just, I, I pretty much moved the, moved it closer to uh, New Jersey. I wrestle a lot at H2O and the rest is history. And now we're going to be going on, we're on 16 of them and we're going to be going 17 soon. People have been That's waiting. Crazy. Yeah. People waiting for when's, when's the 17 going to happen. It's going to, going to be, when, I, I might drop that soon. Sooner or later. I love that. Where can people, if, if people wanted to go back and watch previous intergender bonanzas, where can they see that at? Um, there's a lot on IWTV, but I have the first two, I believe, on my YouTube. Yeah, I think the first one, I, I think almost all the matches on the first one are on my YouTube. Uh, my YouTube is pretty booming. So, yeah, just go on YouTube and give, give me that like, subscribe. How about those likes? Give it, get, yeah, get that transfer ever all the likes and subscribes over to like, Stan Styles on YouTube. Yes. Yeah, all those matches are crazy. Like, And it's crazy going back because today like, is the is the fifth five-year anniversary of it of it of um the stand styles injured bonanza now the igb for short and there's been like so much talent that wrestled for me like going back like holy crap like thunder rosa shotzi um sunny kiss um sue young like what like um holiday like you're like you're like what like the, i'm like yeah they're they were a part of the shows like and and not to even like the people now but it's like whoa like these guys and and girls like they they went on to become big stars like holy crap <laughs> like yeah, they yeah. that's that's super dope man i i yeah. i love it i i and i love how you take the uh you you collaborate with other promotions and you bring the title and and like how you've yeah. been working a lot with adina and then you've been carrying yeah. the rivalry with adina even through her injury and and yeah, trying to keep and trying to keep her on the scene because one of the biggest things man when you get injured you're, you're always terrified that people are going to forget you because this business, yeah. if once you, once you step away, whether it be injury or a mental health break, yeah. it keeps moving. And it's sometimes it's hard to reinsert yourself back in. So for you yeah. to, even though she was injured to kind of keep her relevant and keep her name yeah. out there and, and, and keeping her alive. So when she did return, you jumped right back into the rivalry it was super yeah, cool of you to do that. She just won the title not when then she got injured and it was like, Oh man. So yeah, we, we I'm, I'm always, um, it's, I'm not going to say I don't, I don't like when things happen, but like when things do happen, I'll, I'll be all right. Now, what do I do? Uh, you know, like I always have a plan A, B, C, D, E. And like, even sometimes an F. <laughs> the, the, yeah. well, I like, think when the Adina got hurt, that's when you kind of, yeah. you, you went with Marcus for a little bit there. Yes. Right. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Which, and he's a huge name. So that's going to bring eyes to you because yes. the kid's a workhorse and he's getting his name out there like Thing. crazy. He's a machine. Like I, I know not to discredit Brian Cage, but the machine market, like he is the machine. Like yeah. he is just go, go, go all the time. The way people talked about Garcia and you and Wheeler Yuta, 
is the way people are now talking about Nick Wayne, Jordan Oliver, and Marcus Mathers. Yeah, I, I say I tell him you're like going to be like the AJ Styles. Matthews, of, sorry, yeah, yeah, you're going to be like <laughs> not you're Mathers. Like, <laughs> you're going to be the AJ Styles um, of this generation. Yeah, like, he's just so like good, and he's everywhere, and he's only twenty. And I'm like yeah. his uncle because I'm his best his best friends with my with my dad. Uh, I'm best friends with his dad. <laughs> yeah, he's so talented. I I actually got to <laughs> I got to work with him a little. Not work with him. Yeah. I got to watch him um, at Deppen's Brewery. They did a yeah uh, uh, the fight tacular, and the whole time he was like, "I need a drink." I'm like, "H2O, baby." He goes, "Yeah, that's the only H2O what I drink." And I was like, "Yeah, like the school." But yeah, he and he did a he did a guest like a referee spot, and he he's just entertaining. Like yeah, he, he's actually great. like for how serious he could wrestle, he could do comedy very well mm-hmm. too. He's learning um, all the time. Yeah. Um, what what belts does Stan think are the best looking belts in wrestling? My belt. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Which is crazy because when I put my face on it, I'm like, man, I'm gonna get so much heat for this. People are gonna bury me for this. I don't know. I don't care. I think it's cool. And people loved it. They're like, yeah. And it's funny because I wanted to change the title when Adina won the title, the IGB Super Champion. I wanted to change the belt. And she said, no, I like it. Keep it. I'm like, all right, you save me some money. <laughs> I like how you just peel the sticker off it. Yeah, it's like, I like this. I want to keep it. I'm like, okay. Um, yeah. But, you know, man, um, man, uh, there's like in all wrestling right now or indie wrestling? Is that all wrestling. Man, I really like the new world, uh, world heavyweight title belt. A lot of people were saying they were like kind of like, oh, I'm like, no, I think it looks pretty badass. I, think, I hate it at first and it's grown on me. It, yeah, I, I. Especially Even, when they showed Roman's new belt and they didn't change anything but the color. Nah, that, like, now the now the that, new belt is way cooler. Hundred <laughs> I'm like, you know, guys, you could have made. Like, I, I expected something like the old. Um, was it the UK NXT title? I expected oh, something like that. Belt. Yeah, yeah, I wanted so, something like, like that. Like, what is this? The like, new belt is kind of like a smaller version of the big gold. It has the big yeah, gold feel to it. Exactly. And then I was yeah. like, oh, they're gonna do because the rumor was they want the big gold and the eagle were two they were toying with. And yes. I was like, oh, Roman's gonna get the eagle, and then the yeah. big gold's gonna be on the other one. That would have been better. Just, yeah. And I mean, like, I guess they want to modernize stuff and like you know, I, I see what they're doing. I, I feel it's strange that Heyman still has the other two titles with him. Like he carries them. I'm like, why? Yeah. Like. Why is he have the? Like, I don't get that. I, I mean, maybe that's just. I don't know. I think. I think still, it's going to eventually lead to Cody beating Roman. And yeah. I, I think Cody's going to bring back a version of the Winged Eagle. That's what. The, yeah. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. It could. Yeah. I. I feel like. Um. I. I feel like they could have just kept them with the two belts. It looks makes them look so strong with those two belts. And yeah. then if Cody did beat him, then this um have a new title. But hey. <laughs> They want those uh, replica title sales, and I feel I feel I see a lot of people on YouTube getting the replica title. So hey, WWE MJF. As soon as they came out with the, the MJF version, sold. Yeah. Oh, I love that that belt. I thought that, I would say the AEW title is really awesome. Yeah, the TNT title. Every time for a while there, every time someone new had it, they changed up the style of it, which I thought was cool. Like yeah. for me as a, like I wasn't I'm not a huge collector, but when I'm thinking about like, buying toys, I'm like, well, I gotta buy each version of the character because yeah. they come with their version of the belt, like the Scorpio Sky, um, yeah, a Lakers title, which I thought was gorgeous. But yeah, um, another one in the chat here. You guys are killing tonight. If Stan could wrestle anyone in the history of wrestling, who would it be? Your dream match? Oh, I want to wrestle like Rude. I would, I would love to. Rick Rude and Chris Jericho. I feel that me and Chris Jericho, like he, I, I, I can just see him. Like, yeah, I'm down for all this. Like, we would just have so much fun. You, it would be the the demo, the demigod, pain maker, cream Chris pie, the cream maker, pain yeah, maker, the cream, cream maker. <laughs> I just think it'd be so a blast. 
I remember the uh, when you when you when you did that match, the cream pie match. I was just like, "Yep, we're doing yeah. this." <laughs> and you know what? A lot of my stuff. That's the thing about it. I, a lot of other wrestlers and promoters will make up uh, or come up with different ideas. Like the kitty pool cream pie, that was Uncle Masty's idea. Yeah, it was Rosh. Yeah, yeah, Rosh gave me that, and it's it's it, and it's to the point now, like. A lot of con- like, I think I'm doing something like that this weekend or something's happening. I seen like you that. pull out the kitty pull at a different promotion just recently. Focus, yeah, we did that, yeah. And I feel that it's I I, I always I'm, I'm kind of telling promoters too, like you know I want that to be a special occasion. Like we can't have it all the time because it'll be overkill. Yeah. You know? Like and let's, you don't want to travel every show with a kitty pull in your yeah. Car. Unless you want to give me more money, like let's go. You know, <laughs> hey, let's make that like special, like you know, like a special match. Cause it's, I love it's, it. Yeah, it, it gets more anticipation and more more butts in the seats. Have you ever done the shake weight and like put thumbtacks to it? Yes, I yeah, did that. I, I did that. I did barbed wire on it. I put a kendo stick on it and shook it when the kendo stick was shaking. I did all <laughs> kinds of stuff with that thing, man. That's oh my awesome. God. <laughs> so who are some matches? I know we talked about on the on during the intro uh, recently. You just got to work Effie, who's you know. Yeah killing it now probably like him and cardona are the king of the indies you know what i mean yes, just both. if there's two matches everybody wants right now they want to work they want to work cardona and they want to work they want to work effie um how was setting up that match how was it working with him how like because i know for a while you said on previous podcasts so shout out to harley talk of the ring uh that came up as a question of what's a dream match for you and you said effie and then it actually yeah. happened for you uh how was that experience working with effie it was awesome and um it was definitely a dream match not just for me for all the fans because the fans been wanting for so long and uh it was a blast and we both saw our time we had we were both like man i don't know we might have to go a little over i'm like yeah and i i said the fans, yell at effie for going over on time we, did, we didn't it, originally it was going to be um uh pussy versus me and mark angel and i was oh. for that and i mean we can still have that, we can still have that. but um it got just me and Effie. And I, I even when that tag match happened, I was like, the fans are going to want me versus Effie. They're, like, we need to have something where it's me versus Effie. Like, just that. And and I knew once we got into that ring and the fan, like, we were just sitting there. We could have just sat and just looked at each other for, like, 10 minutes because they were just chanting so much. And I'm like, we got this. And that's what I love about, like, I love, like when the crowd's so like into them like i'm like we, we could do anything and they're gonna go nuts and they did yeah. and we went we did <laughs> we did we literally was like oh it was a very uh jim that would be like ah at a hard time yeah, yeah, but like it was rolling, it was up, so rolling over yeah <laughs> who now besides the effie match who are some other matches that really stick out for you that you, you really enjoyed working with that th- those people and and uh Man. i've had some really good ones this year i i think i've this year had some and last year too, but this, these last two, I had some killer ones. Um, I really love wrestling little me and Kathleen. We we had three matches this year, and there everyone got better and better and better. The last one was at Focus Pro in Everett, Mass, and we did um a, a whipped cream uh, ev- everywhere match or anywhere match. It was a full scan anywhere match with whipped cream, what but with whipped cream. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, I really liked wrestling Danny Moe. I wrestled Danny Moe a lot this year. Um, she's been killing it. I yes. She's been doing good. Bobby Orlando, me and Bobby had some really fun matches. Um, so yeah, those matches really, really, really were a lot of fun. Um, me and Marcus always have a lot of good matches too. Whether we did some tag matches uh, or single matches, um, yeah, he's he's great. And then just 
Um, me and Mark Angel tag teamed a lot um, all over. We had uh, killer matches um, all over, baby faces or heels. We just had so much fun. It just, I always say this, like, been doing this so long, like, I just want to have fun. I'll wrestle anywhere and everywhere. As long as I'm having fun and the fans are, like, more, more importantly, the fans are having fun, that's all I care about. I just want to have fun and nothing's stopping me from having fun. Nothing. <laughs> what are what are besides the Effie ones? What are some other ones that haven't happened that you uh, that you want to happen or the fans are clamoring for? Uh, I don't want to give too many too much information up, but but one that I've been and the fans been clamoring for, as you could say, might be happening sooner sooner than you think. I don't want I, I don't want to I don't want to give too much information out. Okay, <laughs> all right. I was fishing um, fishing out. <laughs> I, I would say this though, like couple couple female. I, I love my intergender matches. I I never got to wrestle um Christine Marie yet, and I Ooh. love Christine Marie. Yeah, I, I, I oh man, we go back back. I love her. She's a sweetheart. She's I awesome. want to wrestle her. Um, I've been DMing her. She's not answering her DMs. I want her on the yeah. Podcast. Oh, she's a busy girl. Um, yeah. but um, man, um, yeah. I have two. Other- I have three matches only, and the only reason I picked these three is because. They're so wildly different from you, and I—that's why I want to see it. They're always the best ones. They're two, fe- uh, two female and one male. Uh, the male would I think would be hilarious because he's so serious and so angry, but also he's very entertaining. The Mecca Brian Johnson. Oh God, dude, dude! I knew Brian when he was a little. I when he was like a little kid. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, that would be a hundred percent. Yeah, because he's so like serious and intense. Um, yeah, I knew his great. brother. I went to high school with his brother. Like really. So- yes that's crazy yeah he's so yep. good so good yeah. um uh edith surreal okay yeah i never wrestled i never wrestled her either holy shit yeah, yeah that would be fun and then the dream match for me would be maxi impaler oh okay okay like the yeah, wasteland that, versus the Creamland. yeah that would be good that would be good and I even never, if you get yeah, max max and um uh, their partner um yeah Versus, like, because you'd be like the wasteland versus the creamy world yeah, order, I, yeah, because it's so yeah. wildly different. I think that it'd is be, good. You gotta put that yeah. out there. I didn't even think of those. Wow, yeah, that okay. would be okay, that'd be amazing if it happens. Yeah. Credit the ABJ podcast, <laughs> Definitely, 100%. So, when is the next intergender match, uh, intergender uh, show coming out? What, what, what a time frame if you don't want to announce the date right now, but when I will not announce the date, I will announce the date very soon, but it will be in October, so October. it might be a very spooky bonanza. <laughs> Ooh. The spooky bonanza show. Um, that'd be that'd be awesome. And it will be at H2O again. Yes. It, the, the, okay. It'll be announced very, very soon. In fact, if you're in my chat, the IGB um chat group, I might be on Instagram, it. correct? It, no, it's on Facebook. A Facebook? I'm a Facebook. Oh, yeah, face, it, it is a Facebook <laughs> chat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be dropping that date uh probably after this podcast. So there you go. Bonanza, so he- head over to Facebook at uh, Intergender Bonanza, and I, I I don't know how to join those chats. They're, the private they're kinda... chat. Um, but yeah, if you want to join, I'll put the joint. Just hit me up, and I'll put you in there. There you <laughs> go. Um, anything you want to plug? Get out there. Uh, something we didn't talk about that you want to talk about? Man, we did a lot. Um, I would say, um, it pretty much just um, I always say this. Um. Live streaming shows is great, but it's awesome. It's you know when I started, that was not even a thing. Um, but as professional wrestlers, we want those butts and seats. If you can come to a show, man, support professional wrestling any way possible. And I always tell tell fans this, like especially me, and there's a lot of wrestlers that travel hours. I mean hours to 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 wrestle eight to ten minutes or less than that for you. Like 
buy some merch, whether it's a five dollars or even a even like a dollar anything, five dollars, ten dollars, like it goes a long way. It helps us out with our travels, our food for us. Like it just goes a long way. The support professional wrestling, um, any way possible. Um, but I always say this, like, yeah, I I, I watched um, streams all the time too. But if if it's so different than going to a show, you got to go to a pro, especially if I'm on the card. Oh my god, it's twenty times better than yours. <laughs> like you got to be there live and um, come talk to me. I'm really easy going. Uh, if I'm a, most of the time I'm I'm the villain and people are like, oh my god he's me like now nah, you can just talk to me whatever anything yeah come hang with me when it's time to sell merch kayfabe goes out the window yeah you know it's down 100 because you know yeah, yeah. I'm trying to make money no <laughs> all about the fans now here's a question for you uh okay. you've been known a few times a lot in your matches um you do the spot where your opponent gets you and arms back and you let a fan take a crack at your chest here and there. Have you ever had that backfire where someone just crushed you? No. Um, kids sometimes will start kicking you. And, um, I, I, yeah, it, it depends on the company. Like, if it's, like, a company like H2O, yeah. Like, our co- companies I've worked for before, I'm down for that. But if it's a new company, I, I'm kind of like, mm, maybe we shouldn't do that because I don't know who's going to be out there. And, like, I don't, you don't know. Because um, some of the – sometimes, like, people don't know how to chop it. Like, Jesus Christ, you know. Um, I'd rather do, like – them put me in the fans and then they put the whipped cream and chop me because that's actually my move when i was baby face i do the whipped cream chop i said that gets even more over and it's 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 more unique um and i'm all about uniqueness like different like stuff again stuff to stand out like anything to stand out something that like no one's ever done before i'm like yeah let's do that and if they did do it we're gonna do it better (laughs) yeah uh, another really fun match. Unfortunately, it didn't end very awesome. Um, but the in between of the match, the beginning to the very end, was really good. It was uh, you and Deppin at Brewfest? Oh, were, like yeah, literally through fun. the street and through the crowd. And yeah, he's, oh, a, he's another that... machine, man. He's another machine. He's so good. He uh, should be back very soon from his injury. Uh, just recently, literally the same injury Daniel Bryan had, and he it's he's pretty much almost back from it already. Well, that's good. Did you hear what happened with that? Did he they break his arm? Yeah, he broke the same break as Daniel Bryant with Zach, except he, he broke it with Zack Sabre Jr. Um, he went to the hospital. They said, hey, you have to do surgery. The one or two things are going to happen. We're going to do surgery and put steel plates and, and pins in it, or we're going to try to pull at the bone and reset it. Oh and he God. goes, he goes, what's going to be cheaper, obviously? And they're like, well, we're going to pull. And he goes, cool. We're not doing it right now. I'm going to a concert tomorrow morning, so just soft cast it. I'll be. I'll see. I'll see you in two days. So with Way a broken up. arm, he went to a concert, came back, and they X-rayed it again. Somehow, in that time, he reset his bone and didn't know it. Wow! So it wow. had no. They just casted it then, and he and he literally healed naturally and should be back very soon. That's good. Yeah, that's lucky right there. Holy shit! Well, yeah. How crazy is that? We're like, built different. Gonna... Professional wrestlers are built different than we're. We're. Can we can I curse him? I don't think I curse him. Absolutely, yet. yeah. Uh, I'm like, we're fucked up. I always say this, like, we're fucked up in the head. We like <laughs> yeah. look, look at me. Look what I do. How could I not be normal? Like, I'm yeah. so fucked up. We're so, oh, we're so fucked up in the head. Like, have I have you ever that. have you ever had a Stan Styles like uh, Andy Kaufman spoof shirt or something along the lines yeah. of like the intergender champ or whatever? No, I feel like so many people have done that. And I, 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 even to this day, uh, the intergender, it never really was something for guys versus girls. I never really like promoted that too much, maybe in the beginning a little bit, but I just wanted to be wrestler versus wrestler, like equality 
this is going to be a fun dream match um, time, like a dream match scenario where it's like, a, I'm all about unique characters like myself, unique matches, like never versus 4C matches where like you only thought of it or even made, made characters in the video games. And you're like, I'm going to do, no, it's going to come to life. Like the biggest one I, I would say, a lot of people said that was when I had Ava Everett versus Ulala. People were like, I could never even, I never thought of this match. Oh my God. Was all it, it was insanely good. They're like, oh my God, I, I couldn't even, like it was just like you know. And if I, I, I ran that company, I'd make it a bit every show that somehow Ula Law is on it and he's wrestling oh, somebody. Yeah, I always so try entertaining. Get he's a, yeah, yeah, I always try to Ula Law. Like because oh. he's just oh man, he he says I'm the best comedy wrestler. I'm like no no, you're the best kind. We're like no no no. <laughs> Two of my favorite. Well, besides you and Ula Law, there's there's three other people, and I think comedy wrestling they stand up, but they all all, all of you can actually wrestle too. Like you you, you can step away yeah. from comedy and still put a great match on. Uh Tommy Vex is very high on that list. Yeah, he is yep. very entertaining. Uh AJ Evers, very, very entertaining, very funny. Yeah. And Trajan Horn, just like never heard of him. Hmm. Trajan and, and uh, AJ were tag teams for a while, and Trajan stepped okay. away from wrestling for a little bit, but just insanely funny. Just they just this, and it's just the small things like you don't even yeah. want them to be funny, and they just go out and do it. But another one, wildly entertaining. Another one also is Cannonball, Jeff Cannonball. He's another oh, really yeah. funny guy, and he can go and he can do death matches and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's have you ever have you ever done a cream match with Tremont? We had, yes cream match that was at the bonanza i think it was I, i'm bad with the numbers maybe six seven it was on my birthday <laughs> wait, wait, yeah. yeah i'll have to go back and look for that one iwtv get all of your go back and watch the back catalog and and support that uh all the links yeah. below like i said for for stan and, and the intergender bonanza uh social medias make sure you go follow them uh look out for that date they're gonna drop them that big match coming up you're gonna drop it on uh, a lot of big matches for this next a lot of, lot of big stuff a lot of, lot of um unique and spooky unusual matches people are like what the hell <laughs> oh that'd be amazing uh there you go suplex that uh like button ddt the subscribe button pile drive the share button make sure you follow on all okay. social media i like that that's a good little phrase there um once again on closing anything you want to get out before we get out of here oh uh, man um i'm busy a lot the next couple months um just follow me on my um social media come out support um all the companies i'm wrestling at and have a good time because wrestling is all about having fun times good times and laughs and just going crazy and just where are you at this weekend loving wrestling um this weekend i'll be at ssw and um i'm gonna be at high tension again soon i'm doing my uh the uh, pre-show cream show <laughs> uh nice uh well guys make sure you you come back to us monday at 7 uh 7 p.m for episode 74 with siren rain uh and then join us once again on uh tuesday the for episode 75 another comedy guy here stan wade krueger from the stepdads oh there we go and then we'll end the week on a thursday uh episode 76 the biggest episode we've ever had because it's big dan champion baby oh, i love dan champion <laughs> yeah so a lot of great stuff coming up next week. There's the full lineup. 
announced early for all of you. It only gets better as the as the month goes on. Uh, Jam packed about two to three episodes every single week from now to the end of the month, and then we have a laundry list of people to come on next month. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, make sure you check the links below and sign up. It doesn't have to be professional wrestling. It could be any industry, any field. Hit, hit me up. Let's talk about it. If you have a story to tell, I'm here. Uh, thank you, Stan, so much for doing this. Uh, I, I appreciate you. You're always a blast. Uh, one of the people I always look forward to seeing back uh, at shows and uh, having a chat with you. But we'll close it out here. We'll hear some music by the Converse Kid, Billy Trey. We'll see you on uh, on Monday. See you soon. <laughs>